This is Jeff Chrisman, and I'm here continuing the conversation with Danny Joe Rose. Uh, thanks again for being with us again today. Uh, I thought we would, if we could, maybe uh, hear from you a little bit about your overall life's journey and, and how you got started, uh, you know, creating works of art and just, sure. and just to hear a little bit about that. Absolutely. Um, well, I, 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 I'm originally from Oklahoma. Um, I grew up um, southwest Oklahoma, Altus, Oklahoma, which is not too far from here. Um, so I grew up there and I, I had a lot of time to um, uh, spend spend uh, days hiking and, and kind of ex- exploring nature. And we have a pretty good uh, little range of mountains. Some may battle me on calling them mountains, but <laughs> <laughs> I will call them mountains, the Quartz Mountain Range. So I spent a lot of time out there as a child uh, collecting rocks and, you know, uh, wasp hives and, and, and things that I would find, and I still do that. Uh, but I think that from early on, I had a lot of exposure to to landscape and and and, and the, um, the, the 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 parts within it. You know, I was really observing um, all of those things, and so it wasn't until probably high school that I started to really focus on the idea of, of studying art and maybe going to school for it. You know, although I had, I had been drawing since I was a kid, we all, we all draw, you know, we all love to do that as kids, but then I got into high school and um, I started to really focus on the idea. And I had some really good mentors there. Um, um, Ann Roberts and Bobby Avila were two um, teachers in particular um, who really helped me with this path of, of finding myself as an artist and, and really um, encouraged and challenged me many times to, to make work and to, and to make it a daily practice. I mean, they, they really were big about, you know, drawing every day and sketching every day. And so those early, you know, uh, formative kind of years of, of, of art making um, led me into kind of where I'm at. And so I, you know, I graduated high school and then I decided to go to school at the Art Institute in Dallas. Mm. Um, and, uh, was there and had a really good time and got my bachelor's from there. And, you know, I, I mostly focused on, uh, graphic design while I was there, but this whole time I was still drawing and painting alongside my studies and, uh, finding ways to have them kind of relate to each other or, um, exist together. And, um, so that kind of, that led me there. And then, uh, after graduation, I spent a little bit of time just doing freelance design work and started to kind of um, apply to shows and exhibits and had a few show, uh, small group shows in Dallas early on. And I just really enjoyed that first experience of sharing the work and uh, also seeing other people's work. And that was really inspiring. And so I was like, I, I like this, you know, <laughs> like this is, this is a lot of fun for me. And um, it also gives me a, such joy and purpose. So uh, I started to to do more work and work on more series versus just like one off pieces. I started to just really focus on large bodies of work and and uh, so I did that. And then in the midst of creating you know all these new ideas and work, I, I had an opportunity come to me to teach art and design in Indonesia. Oh wow! And that was in 2014, and that happened. And I thought this this sounds like an exciting opportunity. And and I know nothing about. Indonesia, and I've also never left the country, and <laughs> oh my god, I'm terrified, but but I'm going to do this. And so um, I took the trip, I took the journey, and it was a beautiful experience, and, and I'm really happy that I did that. You know, I got to see amazing, amazing um, 
places and, and uh, volcanoes and jungles and, and animals. And, you know, I spent a lot of time hiking and swimming and just in rivers. And I mean, it was just such a wonderful experience. And I, I, I honestly felt like I was in like the, the wild west. I, oh, I kind wow. of felt like I was just like untethered and just experiencing this new part of myself that, that I didn't know existed. And, and, <laughs> and, um, you know, there was also a lot of like homesickness that comes with that as well. I was gone for a year and, um, I didn't come home once in that whole year. Oh, I just, wow. I traveled and, and stayed there. Um, and I'm glad I did it that way. I mean, it was hard, but uh, I really found myself there. Hmm. And while I was there, I continued to paint and draw. And I would host these little kind of uh, um, ex- exhibitions or, or open studio nights at my apartment and would invite um, members of the community or my neighbors or students to come over and kind of look at the work I was working on. And I loved it because a lot of, a lot of um, the community members had not really been exposed to art before, and especially art that was not maybe a traditional sense, you know, a little bit more um, abstract or something, you know, and so um, it was really getting people thinking, and and I love seeing my students uh, think about these ideas and and how they can use them in their practice and whatnot, and so that was was a great opportunity to get to share um, the work with, with individuals there, and then also see my practice grow. I mean, I was working on some really, really gritty raw work there that Mm. was I was not concerned about um kind of like a finished piece per se often I would just enjoy the process and wasn't so concerned with if this thing was beautiful or or you know what can I do with this thing I was just making because it was Mm. what you know what was coming out um of me at that moment and so you know that whole journey was was great and then after a year I uh returned home and um, had uh, accumulated quite a large body of, of art that I had been making there and um, had a few opportunities to show work, uh, the, the work from, from that series here, and that just kind of spread and blossomed into this this experience of, of, of continuously sharing the work. And oh, so, yeah. you know, um, had a few solo shows in Dallas and um, several group shows after, after getting back, and then... Um, in September, I had a, a duo exhibition with my friend and artist Haley Ryan at the Jen Malden Gallery, and that was um, called Elsewhere, and that was kind of the, kind of to me, it was like the last part of my my experience uh, abroad. I mean, it had mm. been, you know, a couple of years, but that, that those images were still feeding into the work. Um but I think that by, by now I've kind of, I've painted them out of the work. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's evolved, I guess. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of the journey. I mean, that's been happening as, you know, as college, abroad, back, you know, in the States and then back in Dallas. And then, you know, here I am in Oklahoma City today. <laughs> so there's, I mean, a lot of change often. And, and um, I enjoy that, though. I really love the challenge of trying something new and, moving to a different place and um, experiencing different life, you know, situations, because that's also how the work changes and grows is, you know, from um, experiencing new, 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 new parts and new things. Oh yeah. Do you, and I was curious as far as when you were in Indonesia, do you, uh, do you feel like in some ways just being in a completely new, uh, a completely new place, you know, with a new culture and just being so far away from home, do you think in some way that may have been what, allowed you to do to feel a little more open in terms of what you were what you were creating and sure um 
I definitely think so. And, and also, I mean, I was living in, um, I was living in, in Medan, which is the third largest, um, city in, in, uh, Northern Sumatra. Hmm. And not a lot of people spoke English. I mean, rarely, I mean, at the school, yes. I mean, I would get to talk with people, but if I was out and about, um, I, I was kind of lost in translation constantly. Hmm. And so that kind of caused me to have a lot of self-reflection and, you know, like not understanding what's going on around you. You spend a lot of time with your own thoughts and your own self. Oh yeah. And, you know, you can be in the middle of a room of people and just not know what's going on. And, and so that kind of, that would happen a lot. And of course, throughout my time there, I learned a little bit, not a lot. I would <laughs> not say that I'm fluent in Indonesian, but enough to get by. Um, but I would find myself um, kind of, coming back to my, my apartment or studio um, a lot and, and working way more than I was working when I was back home before that um, because I, I had a lot of distractions when I was in the States and, and, and whatnot, and, you know, still do, but while I was in Indonesia, um, that's what I was doing. I, I, mm. That was my life. I mean, that was just that. So I think that, that, that by being there, that really helped me form um, better working habits and... Um, reminding myself to be with the work as much as possible and to, um, you know, kind of take the time to just be with it and sit in the room, shut the door. And, and you know, so that's definitely one part of, uh, of, of that, you know, experience that helped me. Um, and then on top of that, I think uh, from having to <laughs> meet new people and make friends in another country yeah. who, who share, you know, we share different lives and different, you know, experiences completely... Um, that was a challenge, but also really, really exciting. And I think has really helped me with being more open and social and, and, and sharing my experiences. So oh, yeah. it was, it was, it was a wonderful experience. Wow. <laughs> Would you, in some ways, does that feel like, you know, kind of coming out of your, you know, completely out of your comfort zone or is that somewhat to a certain, you know, to a certain Oh, absolutely. Of... I mean, I stepped on a plane and went to, <laughs> went to another country that I, you know, previous to this had maybe seen on a map you know, like a few times and didn't, wow. especially didn't know where Madan was, you know, I knew Indonesia, of course, but I didn't know where this town was. I didn't know anything. And I also, I didn't Google or look up anything about this place. I, oh, wow. I, I knew, you know, what little I had been told from friends who were, who had lived there and, and had been there. Um, but that's it, <laughs> you know? So it was, uh, terrifying, but also, you know, well worth it. And I encourage anyone <laughs> to, to take a trip like that. You know, maybe you can't live in a place for a year, but um, if you've never been to another country or another place, just take the, take the journey, do it, yeah. <laughs> you know, put yourself out there, um, stay in a hostel, you know, stay with the family even, I mean, change your, your, your perspective and change what you've always been doing and, and that you'll find some really, um, great experiences through doing that. <laughs> yeah. I find that so interesting that we're, you know, sometimes we can be such creatures of habit, you know, we, sure. we can tend to really prefer some, I'm not speaking, you know generally for everyone, but it just sometimes there's that tendency to prefer the familiar and the things right. that we're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. The other thing I was wondering too, I've never other, well, I've not been to a country where I wasn't able necessarily to communicate with people. And I was wondering when you can't necessarily understand what they are saying, do you find that sometimes you experience people differently that in terms of just the experience of being, you know, noticing things maybe more? Oh, absolutely. Or? Sure. I think that you're, I think you're definitely uh, more observant and um, mindful to interactions. So body language plays a big part of, 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 of figuring out what's going on. You know, you can tell if someone's angry with you or you oh, can yeah. tell if someone is like, you know, like happy to, you know, you know, meet you or whatever. I mean, there's a lot of body, body language is so important. And so while I was there, 
you know, what little I knew to get me by, uh, I would also either have a little, you know, my little book that would have like greetings and things and I would write, you know, write down notes or, um, you know, Google Translate is a wonderful tool. And so oh, yeah. I would, you know, often find myself sitting and trying to type out and figure out things. But, um, but at base level, I mean, I think it was body language that, um, really helped out a lot with, with interacting with people. And, and, and then you find yourself also really listening, but, but listening in a different way because mm-hmm. you, you are noticing, you know, an interaction, not from the perspective of language, but from, from just purely being around each other, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? So there is a, there is a, a really new level of interaction there and, and socializing. <laughs> oh yeah. And I, and, you know, and it's interesting after hearing you speak about, uh, you know, the things that you've experienced in the past, as far as mm-hmm. places that you've been, landscapes that you've seen. Right. I really, I never thought about that before as far as all of those things that tend to stay with, you know, that stay with you. Subconsciously. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. I mean, um, the, the first body of work I did when I got back from Indonesia was titled The Sun Shines Blue. Hmm. And that work was all about um, my, my, my experiences in Indonesia and often the islands that I, that I would visit or... Um, the, the communities that I would I would get to, get to visit or help out at or, or do travel um, like kind of like work travel work student travel and um, all of those those places fed into the work and it's not that I was continuously drawing a physical place always or that I was in my sketchbook saying this is this place but from everything I was drawing that was the experience I mean that was mm-hmm. what I was living and so when I got back I made you know a body of work that. Um, to me, it was kind of like the sun shining on the ocean or something, or like this idea that um, these floating worlds, these floating islands, and um, not all of them, of course, were maybe um, uh, in the water, but that was kind of the starting point. And so, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, which it's funny now talking about it. I mean, the sun shines blue, and then elsewhere, and then coming into Strange Tide, <laughs> we're kind of back at water again. So I think that like my mind is trying to tell me something. Like I, ha- I have a... I think maybe because water has this wonderful um, ability to carry things and, 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 and cleanse them and purify them yeah. and, 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 and encourages change, you know what I yeah. mean? And so I think that uh, maybe I'm subconsciously focusing on that. <laughs> I <Wow>. don't know. <laughs> Very, it's, it's so interesting to think about that because it's, it's, and it's almost in some ways, as you think about it, if, we, if we're always consciously choosing everything that we're going to create or do. Right. You know, we're, there's so much of that that we can't necessarily, you know, as far as the unconscious stuff that we can't control. Right. And this is, and this is really, is, has opened my eyes up to, you know, now when I look at works of art, I had never thought about that before, that I could be actually, and most likely am seeing, you know, and I realize everyone is different to a certain degree, sure. but seeing really what is stored in people's unconscious and the, and, and the things, you know, places that they've been. Absolutely. Things that they've experienced. And it's, it's kind of like you're taking a thought, which is this non-physical thing, and, and you're bringing it into your physical reality. You're really mm. bringing it forward, and um, that can be, I mean, even if, if you're drawing, um, you know, a still life or something that's, you know, from life, you know... It, you're still, you're doing that. And then also with abstraction, you're pulling these thoughts, these experiences into the physical, hmm. you know, and, and I think that that's really, um, that's really exciting and, and, and challenging, you know, like we talked about earlier, it's, it's very challenging. <laughs> I just, I, I just, you know, thinking about the, uh, uh, you know, creativity and the life of the mind, I, you know, mm-hmm. I always, you know, understood at least intellectually that it's a, 
it is a you know it's a cerebral process or it's a mental process. Right. But I it, for some reason after talking to you, I'm I'm starting to see that there's so, so much of this that is subconscious that mm. I didn't necessarily realize or that I just wasn't aware of. Well, that's but, wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, this has been very nice. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you it has so been much. very enlightening. I really appreciate I it. Appreciate it. Thank you so much.